Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. Hope you're all keeping safe and managing through your people to get the results you're judged on. Can I ask you to please make sure, if you haven't already, take the time to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. Also, if you could do me a massive favour and rate the Manager Matt podcast show wherever you get your podcasts, it helps others find the cast and hopefully improve their leadership skills. So without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. So let's start with a big question. Why are we here? Yes, it's probably the biggest question that humanity has had since the dawn of time. Through all the ages, people have always thought to themselves, why? Why are we here? There must be a big master plan. Why do we exist? Why do we function? Why do we breathe? What's our purpose? What am I here for? Am I supposed to be spending three hours a day going through Instagram feeds or talking to myself to a microphone? Well, today I won't be answering the big question you'll be happy to know. I'm going to save that for another episode. No, today I would like to talk through how your personal purpose fits in to your working purpose. You'll have all seen the inspirational purpose statements by big companies. We will do X to make Y a better place to live. But when it comes down to your team or your business unit, Do you have a purpose? What inspires you? What makes you jump out of bed in the morning? What makes you pour them extra hours in? Now, a good purpose or a why statement is something you should think about when you're leading a team. It's so easy to slip into the what's we do, not the why you're doing it. Most companies have good products or services. They're they're good, they're okay, but that's the what's. And if they didn't have good what's, well, they'll soon be out of business, as we all know. They make something to do something. But the real great companies hook you into the why they do it. That sweet spot, that inspiring the people to really get the why they do something. And that's the same with you. When you're listening and talking to people in your business, why are they there? What is their purpose? What drives those guys? Some of them, you just don't get why they put so much effort in. It can't be the pay. There must be something deeper. And that's that purpose that we want to hook into as a manager and as a leader and to really establish around your team. I was listening to a mindset podcast uh, earlier in the week and, and I think he said it very well. He said he asked a group of people, what were the chances that you could make a million dollars, yes, it was American, in a year? The answers came back, hmm, 1%, no, I can't, no chance, I'd never better do a million in a year. He then reframed it. He said, what are the chances of you making that same million dollars? But if you didn't make the million dollars, all your family and friends would disappear, be murdered. Now, what do you think happened? Of course, the answers changed massively. They went, of course I can. 90% chance. Yes, I'd do everything in my power legally to make sure that I'd made that million. So, what had really happened? The what's hadn't changed, but the why had changed. If you make the why big enough, then the what's will follow. So when it comes down to your business, how do you set a purpose? 
And should you really be setting a purpose, you may be asking yourself, at the level you're at? Well, I would say yes. You do need to help mould a purpose for what you and your teams do. And then commit to driving that through the business. And it doesn't matter if you're the CEO or a leader of a, a unit. You can still set a purpose. So how do you do that? Well, first thing is start to look at what the company's purpose is. Make sure that whatever you're doing, the big corporate vision, the big corporate purpose is aligned to what you want to do locally. Let's face it, if you go off on a complete tangent, then you're not going to fit to the rest of it. Let, let's say Tesla. Now, Tesla signed up to the fact that his purpose is to create a sustainable energies for the future. So if you work for Tesla and decided you wanted to start making diesel engines, that purpose would not fit to the Tesla's bigger purpose. So you need to understand your company's purpose. From there, from that why, you can start to put what you need to do locally. A lot of companies are very, very big visions and there's nothing wrong with that but they're usually in a corporate sense they'll do this with that and that can be lost when it gets to the local guys the people in the stores in the shop floors making the things happen there needs to be some sort of local purpose so you want to start looking at what makes your business area unique while still adding to the whole is it the products is it the service that you offer is it that location that you're in is it the technology you've got? What makes you different? What would make people think of your area? And when, it, when then you've got that idea in your head as a leader, you need to get more people involved. You can't do the purpose statement on your own. I suppose you could if you owned your own business. That would be fine. You could set your own purpose and you could get on with it. But when you've got more people and you're in a bigger organisation, you need to get the team around you and get their inputs into what makes each of them tick. What's their why's? Why did Mr. X turn up every day for 10 years without missing a day, even though sometimes he didn't feel like it? And he did his best every day. Why does Miss Y come in every day and work those extra hours without complaining? What makes the place feel like a home? What adds to the place as a family? And what does that house look like? By using those analogies, you can start to refine it into a purpose. You want to start looking at what would make a nice purpose statement that drives itself through. So something that people can understand, something they can commit to. And as soon as you start to boil this down, it might take time. It will cause some disagreements in what you think a purpose statement is. Some people will be very corporate and try to fit to in, into the corporate vision. Some will just be very too much local. You've got to find that balance. But when you've got the balance, you then need to pressure test it and see if it works when bumps are hitting the road. And what I mean like that is, when you have a disagreement as a team or as a group, can you look at that purpose statement and say, are we doing everything we can to deliver the purpose we've signed up to? Because if it doesn't, then it's missed its point. Now, you may, at some point, have to go through this process a couple of times until you really get it pressure tested. And then will everyone pin their personal colours to it? If you've got it right... This will give you a great work to start to push the place forward. And if you've got it wrong, it'll soon become a piece of paper on a wall that no one looks at. And then, of course, there's no point in keeping it at your levels. You need every person at every level in every role to understand the way the purpose impacts their purposes and their whys. And then whatever their what's doing should be pushed in through to that purpose.
Now, I'm not going to go through that next section today because we won't have time to really give it the credit it needs. But what I want to work on the next episode is how you communicate a purpose down through the ranks and get everyone bought in. So it becomes within the DNA. It becomes embedded. And of course, if you start with a strong why, the follow on is good what's and good what's is good products and good products is good business. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good, bad or indifference. So please send me your feedback. It's a gift. And you can get me at managermatpodcasts at gmail.com. I answer all my own emails and would love to engage on new topics or revisit some old ones. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.